0: first day at school
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh which cassie thinks of as purgatory which is i love that for her i don't love that school is purgatory i love that that's yeah. her attitude i like say. i want to be outside <laughs> i want to be
1: like working with animals i don't want to be here mm-hmm
0: Yep. Uh, Axe beautifully sums up the high school experience. The school was very active. Large numbers of humans racing around at high speed. Others moved very slowly and seemed sad or ill. Many carried books, most made mouth sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that, yeah. That seems yep. to sum it up. Yep. Uh, is aware of the wide variety of clothing and how it's not a uniquely human idea, but of course, Andalites do not indulge in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then seems very put out. When in human morph, I must wear clothing even Tobias agrees on this they agree very
1: strongly
0: on this one this makes me want to make an Andalite OC who's like nah I
1: just really like clothes I already have one who wears glasses for no reason they just collect they collect glasses and they wear them it's my my, um, oceanographer
0: (laughs) good nice uh, but yeah, so they're they're in the halls. Rachel and Marco were approaching, and we have this line which pisses me off. Yep. So I'm going to share yeah, it. Yeah, it's gross. My other human friends tell me that Rachel is beautiful and Marco was cute. As an Andalite, I don't observe either trait, and I'm mm. like, yes, <laughs> good, like this. However, when I am in human morph, I begin to see that Rachel actually is very beautiful. Okay, but I never see that Marco is cute. At which point, I like put my laptop down and like,
1: <laughs> why? <What? laughs> why did they feel the need?
2: He's an alien. We didn't need a no homo. <laughs> Come on. So I yelled.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I, I was also like, "Hey,
2: wait a second, no, yeah,
3: yeah." I I joke about the no homos that happen in like Marco's book, like me thinks he doth protest too much, but mm-hmm. it's it because it's a theme in like mm-hmm. Marco and Jake and access books i'm just Why? like
1: can we not? can we, want... can I'm we not, I'm, not what if i'm we sure didn't? what if we didn't Yes, yeah, i'm all? sure if like ka was able to go back and rewrite them like those wouldn't be there yeah mm-hmm. that definitely feels like something she I would feel change. like they've said yeah this much, right like
3: yeah they've they've said like word of god on twitter that like oh yeah you know i can totally see how people would view marco as bisexual and like sure he's bisexual um but mm-hmm. like it's it's the same thing like, oh yeah, Dumbledore is gay. Like
0: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, um, it doesn't
0: mean anything.
3: It doesn't mean anything. It's it means slightly more with yeah. KA because like mm-hmm. I know that their politics more closely align with like
0: mm-hmm. reasonable people. <laughs> um <laughs> There is only one instance where I can maybe excuse this in, the, in my in my shipper heart, just like because I will not let myself see that marco is cute because then i will have to admit yes it feels. yeah that's acceptable reading that's to canon me now my yeah.
1: that's that's canon
0: that's
3: yeah the the other <laughs> possible canon is like i never see that marco is cute
0: because he's annoying <laughs> I was gonna say, but i never see that marco is cute because he's smoking hot <laughs>
1: No,
4: no, 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 not no.
1: A strong enough word. No, no. See, the way it should be written is like, when I am in human morph, I begin to see that Rachel is actually very beautiful. But I never see that Marco is cute. He is also very beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't to actually God... know what cute means. <laughs> honest I to understand God, the it's... word beautiful, but... <laughs> <laughs> honestly i expected that to be the next bit of the line but no it just yeah. stopped like dead stopped and i was like wait where's the rest yeah. of it <laughs> mm.
0: give, give, give me my pansexual andalite show just like yes. yes marco is beautiful rachel is beautiful jake is large <laughs> just, you <know>. big jake <laughs> right big, big jake, jake right uh, but yeah so we have this uh introduction of philip uh, to Marco. Obviously Rachel knows who Philip is because Rachel is also cousins with <laughs> Philip. Um Marco was wished luck. Um Marco wishes luck. Um Axe is perplexed by the small doors to which Cass says no these are lockers. It's fine. Uh she sh- she go takes Axe over to her locker. And then we have this great boat well, one, we have the thing about how it's decorated with a pendant um and Axe thinks it's a ritual. Arrow oh. Hold on, I'll uh, I'll be back. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she explains that no, it's lock, and about how people steal stuff, and so she has to keep it locked. And then we have this glorious moment where Axe is just like, "What's that?" And then is just repeating that as is his way. In case you're like, "It's just a picture," shuts the locker, <laughs> which is such like a like great nope. little visual. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then Axe is just like, "Look like a picture of," and he remembers to not say Prince Jake this time. It's just like looks like a picture of jake why would you have a picture of him when he's right here and you can see him and then cassie shrugs and looks down at the ground humans have many facial expressions i believe this one indicated either sickness or embarrassment uh, i love that jake is there for this whole thing just like come on, Oh, he was smiling and he's just smiling, was <laughs> continuing to look sick or embarrassed. <laughs> we'll see you later, Cassie. Uh, which is cute because we know for a fact that Jake has a picture of Cassie like on his desk at home, yeah. so you know.
1: Also, just to backtrack daughter, just yeah. a little bit, I really like the implication that like andalites don't steal things. Because X does doesn't know what a
0: lock is. Yeah. Um. And then there is the uh, sensory nightmare of the bell going, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. which makes, acts as adrenaline spike, mm-hmm. which is great, because I like that he, he's ready to fight he, indi- he explains about adrenaline. Yeah. And that's such a cool thing to have from his little perspective. Because mm-hmm. obviously we saw in the mall about him freaking out and running, but this right. is the first time we're in his head, like, analysing what adrenaline is like. hmm And how it's very distracting. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it sure is. like this summary that the... Uh, the bell is not depressing, but it isn't. De- the bell is depressing, but not dangerous. It's, it's like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sometimes, like, I'll hear something that sounds like the, the
1: bell from my high school, and I'll just be like, uh. Like, I'll have a brief moment where it's like, oh, God, mm-hmm. I got to go. I got to keep moving. And it's like, wait, no, 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 no. You're mm-hmm. a fucking adult. You don't have to go anywhere. It was when I was fucking, <laughs> when I used to teach, it was that same reaction. Like, the bell would go off, and I'd be like, like, I'd tense up. And it's like, no, you're the mm-hmm. teacher. You don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if yeah. like so, teachers who taught us in high school kind of felt the same way.
0: Yeah, probably. Oh, I definitely. like that. So. Um, but yeah, so we have this. They uh, head into a lesson. Uh teachers apparently having a real bad time. Uh, yeah, he's in a mood. Uh, we find out why very quickly. But the teacher's just like Jake's just like, "Hey, Mister Puddy, this is my cousin." Got the excuse ready, and the teacher's just like, "Just sit, be quiet, and sit." I'm just like, ah, hungover. Team. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> if only.
2: If this only. is this is a movie and, day. Uh, <laughs>
0: And then we have big autistic mood of take that desk, take it where? Just like, I mean, sit in it. (laughs) Um, I understood sitting. I was getting pretty good at passing for human. Um, And then we have the shitty thing. He talks about morphing Jake. And then we have the moment about Jake being taken, probably to see, I assume, a shrink. Yeah. um, Afterwards. I mean, my my choice
3: to believe this is Axe just ate so much.
0: That's a nicer way to think about it.
3: That they were like, why is our son eating this much food? Does he have a one?
1: Yeah. It's like it's fine, but is there something wrong? He doesn't usually eat this. Much. And like maybe with some of the yeah. way that he was acting, maybe they're like, maybe he is sick with something, like he doesn't have a fever, but yeah. this could be like a weird version of the flu. Who knows? Because parrots panic yeah. like that.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he's acting
3: confused and Yeah. You know. Yeah. I can I can see that, but not
0: like, oh yeah, he's crazy.
1: Mhm. Bullshit. Yeah,
0: yeah. But um, Axe finds sitting in this desk is unpleasant, and I really appreciate this other kid who just looked at you. Got that right, dude. <laughs> 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 shout out to shout out to a relatable teen. God. Yep. Um, Desks are the worst. And then the teacher's just you know, yeah. And the teacher starts yelling and then clutching at his head and telling everyone to be quiet. Yep. And everybody's silent, and Jake is just like asking if uh, Mr. Pardue, this teacher, is okay. Then this teacher sort of pitches forward and starts clawing <laughs> at his head and yep. yells, <laughs> Yuck, get out of <laughs> me.
2: Yeah.
3: Yep. <sighs> this dude this dude is tearing at his head so much that he's he bleeds. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, kids start freaking out. Uh, de- Somebody rushes out of the room to be able to shout for help, understandably. Yeah. Yep. Where and whereas Jake and Axe are just sat at the back like still. Just like knowing exactly what is happening, Mm -hmm. and uh, observing this that going on. uh, Mister Pardo is fighting the yerk in his head. He's trying to tell him to stop damaging the body, and he just like get out. And where he's joking, he's like, "This is too. Now something's going wrong." And uh, like Jake didn't know this teacher was a controller. Axe didn't either. And Axe didn't either. (laughs) But we have the yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and we have Jake trying to help yeah. this teacher, and he goes up to him uh, and quietly t- to only ask, and he's just like, I know what this is. Ride it out. The yerk's going to die. You'll be free. And Axe is like, savvy enough to be like, everybody stay back. There may be danger, uh, mm-hmm. and it seems to work. And Jake is just trying to comfort this teacher.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Unfortunately, Chapman <laughs> shows up. Yep. Um, and yeah. Mister Pardue knows
1: what that Chapman means. is
0: bad news. Yep,
1: You have a really like, tense
0: uh, moment where all uh, of the
3: students except for Jake and Axe leave.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. there's a tense moment where like Jake is like, L- looks like he's gonna do something.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then Chapman looks at like Axe and Jake, just like you, Jake, you and your friend, get out. And it's like. Ax has to get Jake out of there, mm-hmm. and constant frustration. I okay, go, he will get better, won't he, Mister Chapman? um And the controller is just like, who can say? And as the two of them, Jake and Ax, are leaving, they look back, and Jake, as well as Ax, sees the cylinder, the same steel cylinder we saw before, being pressed against the neck of this teacher, and. Mr. Pardo falls silent, and Jake runs. Mm-hmm. So, and Axe follows him out, uh, and then we get this
3: really intense confrontation between Jake and Axe mm-hmm. because Jake is almost having like a panic yeah. attack. He's he's gasping for air, um, and he's he's freaking out um, because Pardo um, is starving, and that that happened because of. Them because of the anamorphs because they destroyed the Candrona um, and Axe is trying to reason with him and say you know that we did what we had to do this is war and Jake's like well Chapman just killed him didn't he he killed both of them um and Axe explains uh, because he realizes there's no point
0: in lying anymore at least about um, this Axe explains I that, that it he says he it, yeah I appreciate that Axe feels sick yeah having to the idea of lying makes him feel sick in this Mm -hmm. moment yeah um
3: if the york had died the teacher would have been free and he would have been able to tell other humans and the yorks can't allow witnesses um and jake makes the connection they're going to kill every host whose yerk dies aren't they um every human controller whose york dies is going to be eliminated that's true isn't it um and axe confirms this jake looks sick um, and it's, again, it says, we did this, Axe says, it's war, and Jake brings up his brother Tom. Um, Axe doesn't have an answer to that uh, because he doesn't know if Tom would be one of the ones that uh, is chosen to be saved or not or allowed to just kind of fall by the wayside. Um, and children? then Jake realizes that Axe knew that they would do this. Um mm-hmm.
0: I also appreciate that uh, we have this moment of Jake is getting angry at Axe and Axe is getting angry back. Like he mm-hmm. talks about, he doesn't know if it's the, he says it may, maybe it was the human adrenaline in my system, but I was becoming angry now, angry at the accusing look in Jake's eyes. Yes, I knew. And then, this, and this is a visual because we've heard it repeated a number of times how big Jake is mm-hmm. and he shoves Axe against a wall.
3: Yeah, because he asks, how did you know this? And Axe doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. And he shoves Axe against the wall. How did you know the Yorks would do this? And Axe says, it's because it's happened before. Um, you know, Andalites have been fighting the Yerks on many different planets. They don't leave witnesses. Um, and Jake says, Jake lets Axe go. He says he doesn't like Axe keeping secrets. We're your friends. We should be sharing information. Um, Axe kind of ignores that and says that, you know, we did what we had to do with the Candrona. Um, and Jake says, uh, well, it may be a war, but I hate it. Um,
0: I hate this line so much. Yeah. Fucking kool again.
3: Yeah. Love
0: the warrior, hate the war.
3: Um, which is apparently something Elfangor used to say.
0: Um, what I find interesting, and, before, just, quick, yeah. just quickly before we carry on, is that before it has been Jake talking about how this is a war. Mm-hmm. And this reminder, and I appreciate that what must, this would be one yeah. instance where I'd be really intrigued to know what's going on in Jake's head right now. Because mm-hmm. the realisation that his choice, because he will take it as his choice, he's saying we, we know he means me, huh. has sentenced a bunch of humans to die. Not just Yerkes. It's not just Yerkes anymore. That's what it is. It's that death of human life. They thought they'd yeah. be able to save humans. And this yeah. realization that not only can't, they can't, but what they did is leading to humans being killed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is clearly horrifying to him. Mm-hmm. And he hates himself for oh, making yeah. that choice.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, Prince Jake looked at me for a long time, it made me uncomfortable. You know something, Axe? Sometimes I get the feeling we humans are just pawns in this big game between you Andalites and the yerk. We're just ammunition in this war, aren't we? Too dumb to know what's going on. Too primitive to be real warriors. Um, that's not the way it is, I said. My own anger was diminishing. Prince Jake's suspicion was not. You fight alongside us, Axe. As far as I'm concerned, you're one of us. But then I find out you're keeping secrets. Rachel and Marco keep asking me, what do we know about Axe? What has he ever told us about his own planet while we show him everything? I told them we could trust you. Now I wonder. I really wonder. There's no trust when you keep secrets. You should have told me this is what the Yerks would do. You know I have a brother who... You know about Tom. I had a right to know what could happen. Maybe you would not have destroyed the Candrona if you had known it could endanger Tom, I pointed out. Prince Jake stuck his face very close to mine that's what you think you know what axe you're right to try and learn more about humans because you don't know a
0: thing about us not a thing i love how angry jake no. is in this because he doesn't let himself be angry mm-hmm. i think we, we talked about this before uh, mm-hmm. danielle and seeing him be angry how he doesn't he doesn't like giving into fear and i feel like he doesn't like giving into anger either
2: mm-hmm.
0: But as he's talking about this, I think what Jake really dislikes is people calling him out. Yeah. Because he is so defensive here. And mm-hmm. understandably, like at the end of the day, we talk about he's a child. Nobody mm-hmm. likes being called when they're wrong, when mm-hmm. they're in the wrong, or they've made a misstep. And he, Jake's feeling wrong about so many things right now whether the wrong to trust Axe about making that decision with the Candrona. And maybe he where well, he's so angry about Axe saying that because <coughs> part of him knows maybe he wouldn't have done it if he had known. Right. <sighs> and no, people don't like that. And he know he's put the fucking weight of this fucking war on his shoulders to be the guy that makes the choices. And that seed of doubt that maybe he wouldn't have been able to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And also, but just like, how dare you think that I couldn't make the choice that needed to be done? Yeah. You're calling I, me Prince
3: yeah, and then telling I, me I couldn't
0: make the decision. Yeah, it's like, I need you. But it's also like, I need you to have faith in me to make the hard choices. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to have to make these choices, I need you guys to have faith in me doing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Cries, about
3: yep. mm. cries about Jake. Cries about Jake, cries about X. cries about all of these kids. Cries about all of them. Yeah um (laughs) this is the end of axe's day at school uh (laughs) jake just fucking goes home (laughs) um and axe returns
1: honestly i'm sure that they like ended school for everybody like something like that Mm. makes school
3: end
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: especially because now there's a dead body in the classroom
0: yeah all the more reason for the kids to be sent home yeah
3: But before we get into the next chapter, uh, at the beginning of some of these chapters, we have these blurbs from the Earth Diary of Axemali Escarotha Still. Um, And most of them are.
1: Like they're dumb, but but this one is
3: cute. (laughs) I mean, they are cute. I just. Yeah, that one is dumb. The one that quotes fucking the Rolling Stones is dumb. Uh, an Andalite may think that humans are simple, open, trusting creatures, but they are more subtle than they seem to be at first. Possibly this is because of their spoken language, where no word ever means just one thing.
0: I like that that's the quote at the top of the chapter where Marco comes to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. hmm. <laughs> um, now it is my son's time to shine. Yep. And also make a dumb choice, because Marco, yeah. God, why? Yep. Uh, um it starts with sad because Axe is having a rough time. And mm-hmm. he's like, Jake and the others can never be true shawms, There's always gonna be this wall. They would all they were all I have without them I was utterly alone, and Princess Jake's anger and suspicion had hurt me.
2: Baby boy. It's a
0: terrible lonely thing to be a billion earth miles from every living member of your own people. Mm. Yeah. Uh but then mm-hmm.
1: Unrelated. Why does Axe keep using like Earth measurements? Why? Wait, no. Actually, better question. Why at the beginning of the book did like one of the pe- one of the Andalites on the bridge use twelve Earth minutes? <laughs> I have read books as a child where they made up their own measurements for things, and I fucking understood. Hey, K. A. Applegate. Hey, <laughs> K. A. Applegate. They, to, they had enough stuff
0: to do. Just like eh, everyone just does the local math conversion.
3: it's it's the polite thing to do when you're entering you know a different species space is you just convert to their measurement
0: (laughs) it's like when you change the time on your watch to the local (laughs) times when you travel (laughs) it's a dumb thing for me to be hung up on but it's like no it is is it's It's
2: good yeah (laughs)
0: Um, but yeah so we have um, the next day Marco invites him and I appreciate that hangout is in quotation marks here but I like, this is a <laughs> surprise marco has never been very friendly unlike cassie and tobias and prince jake rachel too has never seemed to take to me and we have this moment and marco's like so you uh, he meet he uses his tendon to his human morph meets marco at the edge of the woods he's like so you want to be pinocchio huh what <laughs> pinocchio was a little boy carved out of wood he wanted to be a real life human i do not want to be a human i merely wish to study them <laughs> and mark's like what a coincidence and i want to study andalites it took several minutes for me to understand what he was saying. Oh, Prince Jake asked you to press me for information. <laughs> I like that Axe s- s- susses it out right away. That's so good to me.
1: I I just I I like that like they chose like Jake chose Marco to go do this because it's like yeah Marco would be a good choice for this like he won't
0: bullshit Axe mm-hmm. but he's very clever mm. and. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's Marco's good. the only one who can keep up with acts mm-hmm. intelligence wise yeah. as well. Yeah. I think Marco's good at sniffing out bullshit. Like we've seen this consistently. Yeah. Again, this is Jake right tool for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marco explains like Jake's pissed. Rachel's more pissed. Um, <laughs> come on, we're going to get a bus. You want to learn about humans? I take you to a bookstore. And I actually really like that as Marco's idea. It's like, okay, books
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, about opening society. Like, yeah, it's like, we have no secrets, unlike certain species oh. I could mention where they don't even tell us a little thing, like how they eat with no mouth. And i just like, I love the notion that this is a bugbear for Marco. She's like, <laughs> how does he eat, though? Every time <laughs> Axe isn't around in the group, we're together. Has he explained how he eats to any of you yet? No? yeah. No. <laughs>
1: I must know. Um... <laughs> but Tobias was like I asked him and he said he eats with his hooves I don't
0: know (laughs) you know he didn't like I have hooves he's just like what the fuck does that mean (laughs) anyway um they were like information exchange and just like and Axe is just like cool I see you open your society to me and you want me to do the same return he's like I told Jake I could cleverly weasel all the information out of you but he said no Axe is a friend show him we have nothing to hide maybe he'll finally decide to trust us yeah woof jake Christ. Well, again, jesus was guilty and i was trying to be like i have a reason for maybe keeping... if we guilt him mm. but it's just like i have a reason for keeping secrets and mark yeah we know rachel says you probably aren't allowed to interfere with primitive races like humans i was surprised it was very close to the truth at first i didn't know what to say and then Marco smiled a cold smile and nodded his head. So that's it, right? Kind of too late for that attitude, isn't it? After all, the Yurks are interfering with us like crazy. It makes me think that this was
3: one of those things where Marco doesn't know, but he's making a guess and he's like, aha, you just proved it to me.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) They they get to the bus stop uh, because Axe doesn't know what to say. And just like, it occurs to me... And it occurs to him how helpless he'd be without Jake and Marco and the others. And they get to the bus. Marco's like, shit, I left my money at home. Um, we all we all pitched in for your book fund it is a nice detail. It's there. cute. Um, mm-hmm. But they uh, have to go back to Marco's house. Um, where are we going? Ing, ing, ing. That's a very satisfying sound. Yeah, everybody loves a good ing. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we have to and they go to marco's house and i was just like that's jake's house because he spent time there. just like no it's just the same model which is cute just like marco's just like yeah this is suburbia um <laughs> welcome to hell <laughs> i love this what is this decoration that's a big wheel it's very attractive very colorful uh-huh i'd love to tell you how it works but It's the very height of human technology so it's secret <laughs> primitive races can get hold of big wheels and then who knows what might happen I am still learning about human mouth sounds, but I am very sure Marco's sound was sarcasm. I have,
1: I have a comment I made here that's just ax using human mouth sounds. Did you mean me when I beep? Because I will just like sit in place and just mm-hmm. beep to
0: myself. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the way beeping sounds like beep. I love the way certain sounds feel in my mouth. It's great. Mm hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh they yeah. go into Marco's house, Marco's like, all right, don't be weird. <laughs> and Axe's no, like, no, I it's fine. Weird. I'll act like a normal human. Uh and then we get this fucking iconic scene. Because Marco iconic. tells Axe, you stand right there, you don't move, and if my dad comes in and talks to you, the only things you're
1: allowed to say are yes and no. That's it. <laughs> and
0: Axe listens. <laughs> and Axe listens. But well, first, first... <laughs> he's, he, he sees a computer and he's just like i know computers and he's, <laughs> he's like, like fascinated with the fact that it has a keyboard yeah a mechanical keyboard <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he's like oh man we haven't used these in forever this is so cool yeah. and on the screen is a game and the object of the game is to spot an error in the primitive symbolic language and correct them of course, before I could play, I had to make sense of the system, but it was simple enough. Once I understood the system, it was easy to spot the errors. I quickly rewrote it to make sense of it. Oh, he's so I win, cute. I said to myself. <laughs> Which is just the cutest fucking thing. Uh-huh. And then we get uh, Marco's dad uh, walks in. Uh, I turned round. It was an older human. He was paler than Marco, but other features were similar. Marco had warned me to say nothing to his father, but yes and no. No, I said to Marco's father. <laughs> I'm Marco's dad. Are you a friend of his? Yes. What's your name? No. I answered, your name is no? Yes. That's an unusual name, isn't it? No. It's not? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's not an unusual name? No. Now I'm totally confused. Yes. <laughs> Marco's brother's name. Then in a loud voice he yelled, hey, Marco, Marco, <laughs> would you, um? your friend is here. Your friend no is here. No, I said. Yes, that's what I said. And Marco comes running. Ah, Dad, you met my friend. No, Marco's father said. What Marco asked. Marco's father. She said, "I must be getting old. I don't understand you kids." <laughs> yes, I offered. After that, we went to the bookstore. <laughs> oh, God,
1: it's just it's so great. good.
0: It's so good. Yeah. That doesn't kick. That doesn't uh, awesome. my cringe factor or anything. That's just. Good. That's comedy. Yeah. That is. Shush that is driving mwah. into trash cans. That is. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you just hate trash cans? Do you just hate trash cans? <sighs> 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 it is good. Um, but so this is great. We We have like a little. The quote is about Axe's appreciation of books, which is great. Mm -hmm. they do many things backwards i love um how he thinks books are faster than computers and uh surprising humans made books first and how they do many things backwards which is cute as hell but he's got an almanac he's learning lots of fun facts and we have this little line humans are a very clever species someday if they survive they could be one of Mm -hmm. the great races of the galaxy of course andolites will always be greater
3: which he says Ugh. immediately after saying that it took Andalites almost three times as long as humans to go from inventing the first flying machine to landing on the moon. Fucking
0: Kool-Aid. <laughs> but we'll come back to that point beautifully later. Yeah, but uh, Axe is just having a little drink, f- hoof in the water. Like a he zippy. says to us, as me said, what he's doing, and then uh, Tobias shows up. He's a big boy. <laughs> Uh, and he's just like axe. This- Everyone's looking for you. I have to get them. Um, and then a bunch of other birds show up, which is great. And uh, <laughs> axe's spider sense goes off because just like he felt a tingle of worry. They'd obviously been searching for me, and we're in a hurry. <laughs> Everyone is pissed. Marco's yelling, but uh, he wants to. He gets cut off because he's morphing back to human, so his thought speak gets cut off, and he's, he doesn't have his human mouth yet, so he's just <laughs> squawking.
4: <laughs>
0: um we get Axe observing Cassie's much more elegant morph and uh, calls her an estrine, mm-hmm. a person with an ability to make morphing almost artistic. On my planet, it is an art form. There are professional estrines who change shape in fantastic, beautiful ways. And I want to see that shit. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassie was not a professional, but she had the talent. As she morphed, she formed pleasant shapes. For a while, she hadn't enlarged Osprey's head as large as a human head and vast wings attached to a human body. When the others morph, they are much less subtle. For them, human parts simply ooze out while feathers melt away. It is very unappealing. <laughs> um, the humans find it frightening and disgusting as well, I believe. And they even recognize that Cassie has a talent for morphing. But um, the second Marco's got his voice, he's like, what did you do? <laughs> I don't understand the question. Oh, <laughs> fuck! My dad's computer, you did something to it, didn't you? I, I merely played the game. Game? <laughs> game? Axe, sweetie, cinnamon bun, baby boy. <laughs> yeah, that was no game. That was my dad work. No, it was a game. You had to find the errors in the instructions. Suddenly, I an idea occurred to me. Oh, I understand. Your father designs games for children. <laughs> and Cassie's laughing. Or stops herself from laughing. Yeah. No, Axe, he writes software programs for high-tech users. He was working with astronomers at the observatory. They were designing a program for aiming the radio telescope at the new observatory. I nodded as I had seen humans do. Yes, it could be used for that purpose, but it was so obviously full of errors. I assumed it was a child's game. If you say game again, I swear (laughs) I'm going to punch you. Just Axe, your cinnamon (laughs) bun. you and what has happened is that Axas created a whole new branch of computer software and opened up a new ways to do astronomy, and everyone at the observatory is losing their shit because- and talking about yep. Nobel prizes. Yes, which, with
1: future knowledge, is really funny to me. <laughs> like so funny
0: to me. Oh, I can't wait to find out what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Marco was just like i had to convince my dad it's an accident i told him you were an idiot and not the next einstein einstein yes i read about him in the world almanac he was the first person to realize the matter and energy and like like axe you're not know, getting this and this is when the shit it, it clicks for axe that this is bad uh mm-hmm. and axe the realization that he's pushed human science ahead by a century this baby boy <laughs> um whatever controller and rachel's point is like what if a controller hears about it don't you think they're going to guess it was an Andalite that did it and um just like and ax um, asks mark what a radio telescope is and mark was just like oh, i don't know what am i wear science teacher and cassie just explains what a radio so telescope she is mm-hmm. in school. Like, not all of us sleep through science class yeah um Oh look parallels between Marco and Axe paying attention in the lessons they like and <laughs> shout out to my shipper brain. Anywho. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> and a real and Axe has the realization that he with what he has done, he could break into Z space, into zero space. And send and communication. hmm He could commit a crime. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh -uh. Uh, and he's having this thought process and rachel's like what are you hiding and um he tries to like concentrate on the question and but he hasn't answered yet and because he's meanwhile he could call home but at the same time he had to he knows he's got to destroy the tech because he's broken the the zero's kindness law and uh jake's just like yo rachel asked you a question what's up with you and that's of course lies he lies
3: um, but just this, this line He's here, such a baby. Mm-hmm. um, like I could use a system to send messages through Z space. I could communicate with my own world. I felt it as a blow that made me weak. It was true. I could use that radio telescope to call my home world, to call my people, my family. I don't think I had ever admitted till that moment, just how much I wanted to see another and a light. My duty was clear. I could not tell my human friends what I had done. I had to erase the damage. But before I did that, would it be wrong to co- contact my family? Would it be so wrong to once again see them,
1: mm, baby the boy? sounds in the background.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He's, he's a baby.
0: Um, but yeah, he just so wants we have to see
2: his family. Yeah, the baby boy,
0: my son. <laughs> if the kids leave. <laughs> Kids leave. Uh, Axe eats. He's got. He has to. He feeds at night whenever it's possible because he's not to be seen. It's either got to be dark or with Tobias keeping an eye. And how, from a distance, he might look like an animal, a deer, or maybe a horse. But uh, if a human sees him, they're going to know that he's not an earth species. So he sort of he eats at night and he runs near where Cassie's farm meets the forest. And because he's sort of deep in his thoughts, um. And he has a lot of reflection here and it's like... It's Oish. so
3: rough. Mm-hmm.
0: It's because, it's, it, yeah, he talks about how he's not Elfangle. He can't just break the law.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but then it's like, it was an accident. I didn't actually break the law. Um, and then he's just like trying to justify this stuff. And he's thinking about his family and Elfangle being alive in his memory. And this this is lovely. him, mm-hmm. And also very, very sad. But he talks about being small. Um, how he'd never met his brother face-to-face because uh, his brother had been off fighting the war. Um, but then he came to visit. What's that line that made me really smile? I guess I thought I was the most important person in the family. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it was hard to feel very important with Elfangor around because they go running mm-hmm. together. Uh, he m- And Axe just like me, meal clumsy. Elfangor like some creature from an Andalite myth. So fast and powerful. Um, but then he talks about how Elvagar doesn't do the Big Brother lecture, and he just talks to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he and he's like, "It was no question in my mind. I wanted to be a warrior. I wanted to be like Elfangor." And now he's gone, and my parents might not even know. Uh, for sure, they didn't know that he is even alive. I cry. Um, but yeah, he yeah he slows down. You can see Cassie's farm, and then his voice. You might as well hang around for a while. Cassie has started morphing. She's got her own face on a horse right now. Yep. Oh no, she's part centaur. She's got her legs that ending in hooves. Still yeah. got the horse's hair. But she's yeah, she's in the mid morphing back, and she's just like yeah, I, I, I morph as a horse sometimes. <laughs> I, I like running. Think. <laughs> he gets mad when we when we do this. I do not believe oh, that. Then we have more. That we have more cuteness. I yeah. don't believe he would be angry. I am no expert on humans, but I believe Prince Jake has a special affection for you. Jack- Cassie laughed quietly. I doubt it. I'm just a friend and a fellow animal. Then why do you sometimes hold hands and intertwine your fingers? Oh well, you weren't supposed to see that. Why not? Um, it's kind of a long story. Just <laughs> yeah, forget it, okay? <laughs> I just
1: not on the YouTube. I
0: would die for Cassie. <laughs> <Just> like. <laughs>
1: That's my note for this whole chapter. It's just I would die for Cassie and
0: that's the only note I have. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have, after that cuteness, we have this great little moment of we see like Cassie's insight Mm -hmm. and why she's so good at what she does. Uh, Because she's like, oh, what do you think of the book? Uh, I think humans are interesting. Uh Aha, what do you really think? Mm -hmm. Um, And Axe posits that the second reason why the X might wish to enslave the humans is that they're afraid
2: mm-hmm. of them
0: because we smart yo and cass is like oh is it because of war because mm-hmm. humans are good at war and just like and he's just like no every species fights war mm-hmm. and I, I like that that it isn't just like humans are the true monsters just like no yeah. everybody everybody has war, It's is also sad um yeah, yeah, I'd like that even, even the Hawk Bajir have a biological thing where they pond far every 62 years, but instead it, of fucking, it's war.
3: That's never brought up again. It's not even canon.
0: <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um, but I do like we have every species has something to be ashamed of. Every species yeah. carries some terrible guilt. Um, and that's, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's really funny in context
3: to me because it's like, yeah, everyone carries guilt. Humans make war, Andalites make war, taxons
0: are cannibals.
3: It's like, who made them cannibals?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and and Kessa, so if it's not war, what is it? And it's just like, how quickly you do things. In 1896, you discovered radioactivity. In 1945, you exploited an atomic weapon. 49 years. Six, and again, we have the fact about landing on the moon. And Kessa's like, you really did to read the one book. But, and... Ax is just like I'm saying that if the Yurks don't destroy you, they know from like 50 years from now you guys will be doing faster than light travel, and in a hundred years, who knows? Okay. And then it's, uh, it's just like, how long did it take you and lights to analyze the things? I I don't remember. And Cassie's just like I see. <laughs> I believe her tone of voice is called disappointed. <laughs> Um, and this is where we get a little bit of Axe explaining how he's bound by his oath to never give technology to other species, and we try not to talk about ourselves. And he admits it sounds pathetic, even to himself. Um, and Cassie's just like, "Yeah, but isn't this what your brother did?"
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and is just like, and Cassie's like, "Did I say something wrong?" When Axe doesn't respond, and he's like, "Yeah, well, it's different because Elfangor was an important person." And he would get away with it. And Cassie's just like, "Why don't you come in and have food?" Because she's a good. Mm -hmm.
1: She she can immediately
0: pick up on that. Like, Axe is lonely and needs people. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, So we have this moment of just like, "You can come in. You don't have to eat. It'll be good. You're good." And just like, "Do yeah." It's just like, "Do me good." Do I seem ill? No, just lonely. You seem very lonely. The words pierced me. I was surprised how much it hurt. Yes, I was lonely, but I didn't think the humans knew. It's just like, mm-hmm. um, But then to avoid the whole prin- uh, Prince Philip, nope, Cousin <laughs> Philip dilemma, prin- slash Prince Jake, just like, and guess just like, you morph Jake once, right? Be Jake. It's just like... Oh, Cassie. <laughs> oh, this is going to be bad.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it goes well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. But like the first thought I had when oh, yeah. it was like, be Jake. I was like, oh, that's going to end bad. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But this is very cute. Uh, yeah. We find out that Cassie's dad has made like his world famous chili. Uh, and Cassie's like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which we all know is dad speak
1: for. I'm going to b- just y- your tastes Bucky don't exist food. anymore
0: i <laughs> love that actually just like is chili a very frightening food and cassie's dad just like miners <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's such a dad thing to say a, it, it is. is yeah and like yeah. cassie's mom uh, comes in it's just like oh jake you're even more handsome every time i see you and just sort of like I'm just like are you staying for chili and cassie's like he's not hungry he just ate he won't want chili <laughs> and she's like isn't it just precious the way she tries to protect him <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love Cassie's parents because I think this is the yeah. first time we see them on screen, so and they're good. great. I love them. <laughs>
3: this is the
1: first time we've seen her mom, right? We've seen her dad. Oh, we've seen her dad. Briefly. Yeah, well, we saw her briefly. dad briefly because mm-hmm. he was like sleepy and was like for a second I thought you had a a tail.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm.
1: I'm going back inside. Um, <laughs>
0: but yeah, so there is chili. There is jalapeno cornbread. I I want the jalapeno cornbread. I gotta say, um, and. Axe tries the chili and is just like, it's hot in temperature and experiences spicy food. And it's adorable. (laughs) Uh, And it's like, everything feels intense. It's not as wonderful as chocolate, but it was intense. And he's just like, fucking inhales this chili, basically. And everyone's like, what? And Cassie's dad is just like, yes! I love the fact that, like... (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) <laughs> my my taste buds are burning with intensity. Every nerve in mm-hmm. my body is tingling. Water's dribbling from the tiny ducts besides my eye. Uh, beside mm-hmm. my eyes. Uh, and then, where is it? Uh, my eyes were bulging from my head. My skin was tingling. My stomach was making sounds. <laughs> and he's just like, yes, this is amazing. Uh-huh.
0: Like, X, uh, this is a pain response. <laughs> I do like, uh, we were talking about the dumb quotes at the top of the chapters i do appreciate that like he hates music which is great mm-hmm. but just like the greatest accomplishments of humanity the cinnamon bun the snickers bar the hot pepper and the refreshing beverage called vinegar <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah. extreme it, tastes are just funny, yeah but it's gotta feel bad for jake the next time he shows up at cassie's being uh-huh. given chili that he apparently uh-huh. loves <laughs> um but yeah it just—I do like Cassie's dad just being like, "I love this kid." <laughs> uh, Jake, you're a very discerning, intelligent young man, and Cassie's mom just being like, "He's insane." <laughs> um, but yeah, Cassie's just like kicking him, just like stop eating the chili. <laughs> yeah,
3: he gets—he gets the hint, and—and um, and he makes polite conversation. Mm-hmm. Which, like X, you know how to make conversation. You talk to people, but okay. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. i think uh-huh. i think this the social custom fair, of small talk is hard i'm bad yeah at small
3: talk. yeah the, the the custom of of small talk of talking without any purpose to it mm-hmm. really yeah um, is what he's he's talking about here and mm-hmm. um i th-
0: Oh, I love this moment where Jay, uh, Cassie's dad is just like, so Jake, you think the Bulls are going to go all the way? And Cassie's like, oh, no. She thought, because she wouldn't think it would the question. But thanks to my reading of the world, I'm like, I knew the Bulls were a sports team. Yes, I answered, they can go all the way. <laughs> like, oh, That's just like, oh, how to be straight? Just like, yeah, sports. Team sports <laughs> ball. <laughs> uh,
3: then it was my turn to ask a question. That is how so making cute. conversation works. So did you know that the cream separator was invented in 1878? apparently they did not know (laughs) (laughs) it's so
0: good everyone just stares it was like have they watched tv together yeah they're watching like a sitcom and max is watching this show and watching cassie and her parents it's just like a human fan, and he's watching the and he's like cataloging the difference Mm -hmm. between what he's seen and it's very cute and good yeah it's just like cute and good I must go, it has been almost two of your hours. Um, Cassie's mother wakes up long enough to say that he's crazy and still so cute. And I really love how much clearly Cassie's parents <laughs> ship it. Oh, She's yeah. Like, yes, Cassie, you have made a good choice of boy child to be your future. <laughs> <mother."> <laughs> <laughs> we like Jay. We love this kid. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, and I like, and like I said, the goodbyes, I like that Cassie gives a book of quotes mm-hmm. to axe to read now he's done with the almanac and I'm wondering if it's a book here yeah, because we know about uh, Rachel collecting quotes so it makes me wonder if it's mm. like I like that little callback almost
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah
3: um, and
2: think,
3: hmm. you know they're walking away from Cassie's house um, we get the note of axe feels strange walking away from Cassie's house as if it were cold out although it wasn't which is a very good way to describe the feeling of like Stepping out of a warm, crowded atmosphere into not, mm-hmm. um, and they have this conversation uh mm-hmm. about you know what what did Axe think um and there's a there's some funny bits in here about how Cassie's father's going bald and people get sensitive about it so don't talk about it and Axe is like ah oh, yes my father's hooves are getting dull it's normal but he doesn't like to talk about it either <laughs> um and she asks what Was his that, parents like- are like.
1: Oh, it's very good.
3: Uh-huh. Um, and he starts to describe it. You know, they are just normal parents. They're very nice They're... and she's like, "Go on." And he starts having a physical reaction. He says, "My throat feels strange. Like there's an obstruction. I'm having difficulty speaking. Is this normal?" Um, and Cassie's like, "Yeah, you miss them, dumbass. It's normal." <laughs> <sighs>
0: I love, like, oh. I feel like one of the disclaimers, like, any swearing in our recaps are totally <laughs> added by the hosts and are not a reflection of K.A.F. or Kate's writing. <laughs> Though maybe it should be. Hashtag let the animals yes. swear. Yeah. Um, and Axe
3: tries to, tries to say that, like, you know, well, and like warriors have to spend many years in space away from their home and their family. You know, it's normal to to be away from them. Um and I shouldn't, basically, I shouldn't be feeling this way. And Cassie says, Axe, you may be an, a warrior, but you're also a kid. Um, and they, he shows her where his, the quadrant of space where his home star is. Um, and, he he's watching the star as he morphs back into Andalite and Cassie tries to say, you know, like, we all care about you, you know that, you're not just some alien, and he brushes it off and is like, thank you, and then runs away. Um. The...
1: Pieces out. I'm, like, legitimately almost crying because, uh, mm-hmm. like, I, any, any character who's, like, I'm not, like, I my parents aren't around me or, like, my parents are dead or just they're not with their family gives me emotions Mm -hmm. (laughs) as we've discussed before but it's also that like this is military culture Mm -hmm. you have to be used to being away from your family for so long Mm -hmm. and it's like i i have to stifle those feelings of missing them so that I can focus on what I'm supposed to do. Or, like, even the other direction, like, you know, like Axe never met Elfangor until, like, he was mm-hmm. a little older. Um, because Elfangor was off fighting the war. That's, it's it's this thing where you have to get used to family members not being there. When I was little, my dad was not around very much because he was overseas. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, mm, mm, and I, I said this I to...
0: Mm-hmm, go on, please.
1: I said this uh, to Danielle before we started recording, like, over text, like, I, as an adult, identify with Axe way more than I did as a kid, because I have that hindsight of looking back and, like, going, ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> military culture is fucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Don't judge do the military. Gonna, mm, I was just gonna say, I didn't realize quite how much a direct attack on you personally the Shelbys were gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> is even
1: um, a
0: point. <laughs> No, it's fine. no, it's, it's
1: even worse because I have two siblings. What's up? I am
0: the eldest of three. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So we get we to return back well from our shared trauma. Um, <laughs> Axe Ax runs for the forest. Spends part of the night reading the book of quotes. How he should have been resting, but he feels disturbed about everything that happened. Um, and he's like, "I could call home. They could tell me what to do." they give me instructions and just like wanting to talk to his parents and how it feels and being sad and longing just like would they be proud of what I'm doing I'm like will they think of me as another Mm Elfangor? and um and so I'm not proud that I was thinking that but I have to tell the truth and the truth was I wanted everyone back home to think I was being very brave all alone on earth baby
1: he wants that validation that he's Mm -hmm. doing the right thing he's doing the things
0: that he needs to do he's not messing up yeah and we have this moment she's like he's he's got this plan he prepares to sleep and i like that how uh they sleep with their main eyes closed but they leave their stock eyes open to look for danger that's like yeah hey that's uh, i i had like
1: uh uh, i i like read that and i was like hey what andelites sleep with their stock eyes open hey 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 andelites that's fucking creepy Mm -hmm. Uh, well they're they they're
0: prey animals
1: yeah, yes, that's yes. That's no, funny. I understand <laughs>
0: why they do it, but it's still creepy. <laughs> yeah. I like how it's only when he's relaxed that his tail fully drops as well. Like mm-hmm. I like the notes about the vorgy, and then he's just like, it's lonely. And he's talking about how lonely it is being alone in the forest, and that Cassie's at home, and Marco's in his home, and Rachel and Jacob are theirs, and then all but me and Tobias. Tobias would understand. But would he help me? Best friends. Best yeah, friends. Best, best friends. And he just, like, he runs over to uh, where Tobias is. He's Slid, stood there sleeping just like Tobias was like what what's up I, I have it. a question I hope it's a good one I was sleeping and then we have this fucking question that fucking kills me because I have asked this question or I have wanted to ask this question and been too scared to in case the answer was no but here we are that's, mm-hmm. that's Jade's trauma but anyway we have this moment just like Tobias are you my friend and he's just like That's what you woke me up to ask. He opened his wings and seemed to be stretching, which is such a good little visual. Axe, we are the two strangest creatures on this planet. A freaky four-eyed, half-deer, half-scorpion, centaur-looking alien and a bird with the mind of a person. We fought side by side. We've been nearly killed several times. Of course I'm your friend. It surprised me that he would answer so quickly, as if there was never any doubt what the answer would be they're sharms mm-hmm. they know. Just like, and they're, they're just sharms. like that's good i said will you keep a secret even from prince jake even from rachel just like axe is just noticing everybody's bullshit is what axe <laughs> is doing. <laughs> just like well, yep. tobias was silent for a moment is it something that would hurt my friends no then i'd keep a secret tobias said i swear and then they have this moment where just like I-, I need you to i need to know that you're serious what's a promise you never what's something you swear on you have this moment where I was like, you know, I was there when your brother was killed. I was just like, yes, I know you were the last to leave him, and I don't. And Tawai's like, I don't know why, but there was something about him I can't explain. But I was drawn to him, and Axe is just like, and just like, I stayed there until he ordered me to leave, and just like, you don't need to explain why. Just like every even, among, and like Axe is like, this is to himself. Even here among aliens, El was the hero. Was just like God. Um, but Christ. Tobias swears by El Fangor's name mm-hmm. <laughs> and Axe tells him the plan. And then this is the like, an ET phone home. When I found that sentence in Cassie's <gasps> book of human quotes, it surprised me. To be honest, it almost scared me. It was as if it were written just for me. I thought maybe somehow my human friends had discovered my plan and written it there.
1: If comfort characters
0: existed in the 90s, Axe's would be E.T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so Axe is doing his morning ritual, but kind of impatient about it. Tobias is hunting the snack. They um, had his breakfast and Tobias Sneaky is back. Sneak. snack. And he's just like, and you're done? Great, because it's a beautiful day for flying. Mm. And um, and Axe's just like, you don't have to do this. There may be danger. And I like, yeah, yeah, come on, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> i was just like i think we get this cute moment, just how they fly together a lot mm-hmm. you know, it's just like yay friends. <laughs> yay friends and i like how actually just like turning into birds is weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is just amusing to me i also like
3: that just flying with people is tobias's way of spending time with them
0: mm-hmm. it's so because he does it with rachel too yeah. And oh, well, then we have this great thing. We talk about, like, the flying is good. Uh, well, the morphing is good. And then, um... And then Dimash is like, and this is again, big autistic. I've been meaning to ask you, Axe, not to diss on you or anything, but why is it that Cassie's better at morphing than you are? <laughs> 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 I mean, you're an
1: ad like, uh, you're
0: just as creepy as Jake or Rachel. when you do it. She's like, Cassie has talent. Morphing does not happen to be my talent. Oh. but are in a fly. <laughs> Axe being jealous of
1: Cassie is so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh but yeah, they they fly over to the uh how quick it's flying, it's great. They take in the landscape. Uh Tobias leads the way. And we have the observation of other uh dangers around, uh, which Tobias is about like we want to avoid mm-hmm. the gulls, they're obnoxious. <laughs> um, and they spot a peregrine falcon above, that mm-hmm. could be a risk. And um we have this observation from Axe about how it must be terrible sometimes for Tobias. Um, how he lives in fear, how he's lost his position at the top of the food chain of Earth. Hawks are predators, but they're also prey, yet he seems to have accepted his fate. Was it possible he even preferred being a hawk? Was that why he never asked me about why I might know about him being a... I've forgotten how Danielle said it earlier already. Nothlet. 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 Or did he think I would refuse to answer or worse yet, lie? Ugh. Well... Feelings. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah. I like the and then I get to the observatory. It's just like that's the radio telescope, you're still using dish arrays. <laughs> and Tobias is like, won't it still work? And
3: Axe is like, oh yeah, it's just yeah,
0: primitive. Primitive.
3: <laughs> and Tobias is like, I don't suppose you want to tell me what we're doing. And Axe, being a little bitch, like, doing? We're flying. Very funny. Suddenly you have a sense of humor. Great
0: i <laughs> <laughs> think we have this moment we're just like yeah we're gonna go in there's a telescope and just like but we need to find a place to land so you can morph into something useful do whatever tobias is that sarcasm the way you are, you asked the way you asked me what i'm doing no it's not sarcasm i think it's called being snide
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ah,
2: thanks for love, explaining. Just, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i love tobias being such a shit to axe it's
0: so good mm-hmm but it's, I love the way they banter. It's, mm-hmm. again, that reflection of how Tobias jokes with the others, but in yeah. the same way that Axe identifies that they're both lonely, yeah. I like how Tobias in turn is just like, I can give Axe shit.
1: Yeah. It,
0: it, I like that. that <coughs> those indications that that feeling goes both ways. Yeah. And
3: I, I really like how not only do they feel very comfortable to ask each other questions, but they always answer each other's questions
4: mm-hmm.
3: like it's and you know sometimes they're being snide about it like what are we doing but
0: mm-hmm.
3: for the most part if it's like a genuine question about like oh what is that that's weird like mm-hmm. they'll take the time to explain it to one another
0: again it's so fucking good. this is what i thought about this feels like reading this this feels like such big autistic solidarity mm. yes because there's never any judgment there
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I i love that for them Mm-hmm. And it also You're, makes me sad that oh, I don't think Tobias had a friend like this until he became a hawk and he had to meet no. an alien. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You ever sad about Tobias? And that is the only goal <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Why do you ask?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever watch SpongeBob SquarePants? Um <laughs> This is a a deep pull, but it's relevant, I swear. Uh, And there's that one episode where he and Patrick like are taking care of the little clam. um, And Mm -hmm. Spongebob is quote unquote, the mom and like doing all of the Mm -hmm. George and Patrick is being shitty. And Patrick's like, it's just one little clam. What can it be? And SpongeBob just like goes around opening every door everywhere, like tears out the wall, points out the window, (laughs) showing all of these diapers. And that's just kind Uh of like what I feel like. Oh, do you ever have feelings about Tobias? (laughs) my feelings
0: about tobias my feelings (laughs) my feelings let me show you them (laughs) (laughs) you just like i drop i I just like just like my feelings for tobias just like they're not mine i swear just like spilling out of every pocket (laughs) 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 it's that vine of the dude
1: who trips and falls and spaghetti falls out of his pocket no that's just danielle with tobias feelings. (laughs) no no oh gosh no no these aren't mine i swear i'm just holding them for somebody else (laughs) all mine. (laughs) <laughs> some, of, some of them are jades some
0: <laughs> the of them are jades some of them, some of them Jen are jens also feels just like these aren't all mine I swear <laughs> <laughs>
1: welcome some to some of the es- them are secretly disguised as seer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the
0: Escafil files where we gently drag Danielle with love about the amount of feels they have for Tobias and how they create an OC possibly to express Listen. some of those emotions <laughs> Listen. <laughs> We're listening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go there on. isn't just Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> He's also Rachel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the child, the, better, the, the 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 fictional child in that what if you combine the fictional concepts of Tobias <laughs> and Rachel Berenson? <laughs> and there you go, you get a Spoiler alert, you get a fighty bird with ideas about justice who then... Oh no, I'm going to give more spoilers for Loom. Listen to Loom. If you're intrigued by the notion of a child of Tobias and Rachel, Daniel made him. He's great. He's a punch bird. (laughs)
1: Are are Sears' parents retroactively named Tobias and Rachel? (laughs) They aren't. (laughs)
0: Listen to Liam, what are says parents' names? Was it ever actually revealed on air what their names were?
3: Uh, I don't think so. I, I think don't... I came up with them once, but I never said anything about them.
0: So Tobias and there Rachel are like, got, got it, got it, got it.
3: <laughs> His parents are too chill to be Tobias and Rachel. Like, Seer mm-hmm. would try to get Odo to smuggle Tobias and Rachel out of the city because they're in danger and they would just be like,
1: excuse me, what? There was danger in the city? Cracks knuckles, <laughs> flaps wings. let's fuck some shit up. <laughs> I'm sorry, you told my son what? <laughs> okay, we need that A here now. <laughs>
4: I just want <laughs> the I U- Loom
0: would have ended so much faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want the AU Wyatt meets. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt and River meets his parents and it's just Tobias and Rachel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Eric Coker work like Khajiit in Skyrim. Um, where they range anywhere from being like a a whole ass bird to being a bird person to being so a, a humanoid person with bird features. It's fine.
0: <laughs> oh god!
2: <sighs> oh, yeah, okay. Once again, to with done the podcast because, because
0: we're just dragging Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> I love reducing Danielle to that sort of hiccupping laugh when they're trying to breathe and struggling. It's I very good. It. It's, it's the best. <laughs> okay, so anyway, there's a harrier and anyway. a red-tailed hawk flying around, looking like lost tourists. That's what the telescope would see. Because acts just like an actual optical telescope. What can they possibly believe that show up? when we get more of panted Tobias Snark. Which uh-huh. is <laughs> that was what prompted the being snide thing um mm-hmm. but yeah they arrive at the telescope at the observatory uh tobias gives the rundown on what's there but um just like actually just like i will need fingers and and, and tobias like for <laughs> just like oh, for whatever it is i'm doing <laughs> and <laughs> fucking shit i love that they're both shirts
3: so it's great um Yep. Axe is able to get down into the observatory and find a computer because all of the humans are in a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, he Tobias and Tobias can go hear each other.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: There's the thought speak happening, but it's all like doing the crackly, like a shitty Discord connection. <laughs> um, but Yes, yeah, it's and, not a shitty Skype connection. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but we have Axe, like, he debates about turning into a human more, but he can't handle that many changes in a short space of time in case, obviously, he needs getting a quick escape. Uh-huh. Um and he wants and he realizes that if it works and he reaches time, he wants his parents to know him when they see him.
2: Uh-huh.
0: It's just like <laughs> Um Him, he's happy. He got that good euphoria of being back in his body. Um he nearly yes. slips I love the visual of his hooves slipping on the polished floor. Uh-huh. He gets rid uh-huh. of the computer. He just like the computer asks the screen asks him for a password. It's like password. <laughs> and he just like disables the security system. Uh <laughs> Big Dante energy. I'm a fan. <laughs> I really like that this
1: this child knows how to do this stuff. Uh-huh. Like that's just a thing. Like Andolites are just good
0: with technology. Like that's w- just a thing. I want this to be an axe thing, to be honest. Because uh, like is like he writes a virus like <laughs> mm-hmm. that can yeah. transforms the software.
1: This is why um, he wasn't paying attention in school. His special interest was coding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fighting. Mm-hmm. And food. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, we had a little bit of a uh, science jargon about how Z space works. Um, how he can open a hole in it and then just use the radio to back bounce off the background radiation to send a message. Yeah, it, it's science bullshit. It's good. It's <laughs> that good. Good <laughs> science bullshit yep. it takes him about ten minutes. It's just like ten minutes to completely violate Andalite <laughs> law. Hits the enter key. Uh, screen dumb goes. Rules. <clears throat> yep. Uh, and he like. There's also apparently some. Either he's just doing some good mental focusing or it's, it. you yeah, know, he is actually projecting his thoughts through it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he makes it through to the Andalite homeworld yep. and gets so just like, who is this? You've reached on a secure line. You're not an authorized sender. <laughs> um, and then he reveals himself, gives the full name of himself, his brother, his parents. And the, uh, the Andalite on the other line is just like, you're Elfangor's brother? Where are you? <laughs> Where's Elfangor? He's just like, I'm on Earth. And it's just like, is Alfangle with you? And Ax, smart boy, it's just like, who are you?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it's an it's the assistant to the head of the planetary communication. Yep. And just like, I was like, Ax, just being a polite young man, just like I'm getting the name, just like when you call like customer services and you ask the name of the person you're talking to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ithiloran uh, is the other Andorite's yeah. name.
0: And mm-hmm. uh, we speak. Uh, Ax explains what happened to Alfangle and is brought this. Uh, I can't even. It, it says your brother was a great warrior, and I mourn for the other warriors that died, in, uh, who were aboard the ship. It's like Alfanga's the greatest. Um, <laughs> my family doesn't know he's dead. I would like you to connect me with them. I could interrupt at any moment. I will do that as soon as your family is found. I will connect you. But first, give me your report, Arith Eximil. <clears throat> Ax lays it out. Yep. I'm gonna be quiet
1: right now because otherwise, it's gonna be a lot of screaming about military culture. Yeah, just no, this, this I'm not happy about this whole yeah. interaction. Yeah. we'll
3: we'll break it down when we get to the end of it, uh, because this whole conversation is so fucked. Um, it's
1: so fucked. Yeah. So anyway, continue.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have so he says that the Yurks are here. Got... There's a back and forth.
0: Go ahead, mm-hmm. Jade. He says Earth is lost, and Axe is like, "No, there's a resistance. Um, surely there's no hope of victory. We have hurt the Yurks. We have destroyed the Candrona, and the dude's just like." You destroyed a Kandrona. How'd you manage that? You and a handful of human youths. And they're just like, it, it was time to tell them the full truth or decide to lie. And uh, Axe lays it out that Elfangor gave the humans the ability to morph. And this guy is like, yo. His eyes dart to the side just like his superior shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of his superior, it's an old Andalite whose power seems to vibrate down the line, as it were. Uh, Lirim Arapoth Terus. Mm. head of the council veteran of more battles than i could count his appearance on the screen would have made me lose concentration but i was too awed to dare you know who i am yes yes um yes yes i know you i mean i don't know you but i know who you are and it's just like baby mm-hmm. and this like fucks just like i mourn the loss of your brother now tell me did El break our laws and give technology to the humans and Axe is trying to explain, just like, the humans were helpless. They needed a weapon. There was nothing to stand with them. And the guy's like, okay, and how have you come to contact us? Um, just like, I made some modifications to a human device, so you also break the law. You also transfer technology to the humans. And Axe is just like, they're not our enemies. They won't have a chance. And he's just, like, shouting, and it's adorable. Yeah. Elfengor did, d- I don't, I don't did what, what he doing. thought was right. Yeah, he's passionate. And Lyrum doesn't tell him to be silent. His eyes grow dark, his expression more serious. Um, and then we have this, like, <coughs> law drop. Uh, yeah, he's le- he's
3: lecturing Ax.
0: Ad- yeah, about Saro. Oh, well, mm-hmm. this is what we found. An Andalite who did what he thought was the right thing. He transferred technology to a weak, backward species. Fuck off. Um, and just like, do you know the name of that Andalite? It's like, Ugh. Prince yeah. Saro. Yes, he was my first prince. Did you know that? Many centuries ago when I was an Aerith like you. Which is false, but okay. Yeah. Do you know what happened because of his kindness? Yes, I have seen what happened because of Ciro's kindness. Then the guy's just like, your brother was a hero. The people need heroes. I don't want to tell people that he broke the law because there can be no forgiveness for a prince that does it, unlike an Aerith. So I ask you, was it truly Alfangor who gave this technology to the humans? I couldn't believe what Lurum wanted me to say. He wanted me to lie. He wanted me to clear Elfangor. And Axe is too shocked to argue. And he's just like, I was wrong when I said Elfangor did this. It, w- it was me. I gave the humans the morphing technology. And this fuck's just like, cut off from your prince alone and not yet tried, not yet a true warrior. You broke the law, Eris Aximo. Is this true? And Axe just like, yes. And he's, but he's just like, in the name of the council, I forgive your error. What's done is done perhaps in some ways i am too old to see this may all work out for the best yeah and ax is just like why the fuck did i do this why
3: why did i do this why did i communicate home this is awful i hate everything about this Mm -hmm.
0: and this this guy just just like you've done a great thing a brave thing i know the temptation to go beyond the law um, yeah. Just like, I was an advisor to the Hawk bajir They were our allies, but they were not Andalites. They were not our people. And just like, but I know I should shut up, but part of me was getting angry. Just like, but the Hawk bajir ended up losing everything. And the Rorm was just like, you are an Andalite. You are not a human. Obey our laws. I am giving you an order. Resist the Yurks, but give the humans no information and no technology. Do you understand my order? And the way he keeps repeating Axe's rank yeah like just underscoring you are a cadet you are below you are low ranking you are going to do as you're told Yep. it's like the fleet's engaged but it'll be some time before we can get to earth and then just like if you're half the hero your brother was you'll bring honor on your family yeah just like the layers of mm-hmm. uh,
3: the things that he is layering on top of axe in order to get mm-hmm. him to yeah. do what he needs to and then axe's father is here
0: <clears throat> just and justice yeah. tobias is trying to go yo axe
3: <laughs> yeah um and to Ithaloran's credit like immediately they do put axe's father on like that's yeah. maybe the one good thing here is that mm-hmm. as soon as his father is here and ma- you know what maybe not as soon as maybe i'm getting giving them too much credit and his father they but got yeah. his father on the line faster than that but still mm-hmm. relatively soon um,
1: yeah. i mean this is the father of Elfangor. they probably have mm-hmm. that dude on speed dial mm-hmm. and we're just like no we got to get whatever information out of this child before we let him talk to his dad Yeah,
0: but yeah i like um, that we see this nickname that his father amic uh amic 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 Kala <laughs> like I'm just never gonna say <clears throat> an And like name. I'm just gonna pause and wait for Danielle to do it for me. Because I feel like I'm being gently corrected every time I try. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's good. Um, it's fine. <clears throat> I, if I was reading it by myself, I would have all the mispronunciations happily in my head. And yeah. Then... When I was when I was little, I used to pronounce it Aximilli. That's adorable. Same. I want to call him Aximili. That's so much cuter. Yeah, I love it, it is.
1: Um, but yeah, I, like and we better, have, but I still fucking, pronounce it like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But we have this gut wrenching conversation between Axe and his dad.
3: Yep. Because first, you know, his dad, he says, "I'm here." Um, and his dad asks is if his brother is there, mm-hmm. and Axe like <sighs> fucking almost loses the connection because he's he's mm-hmm. dreading this. Um. Yeah. And he tells, his, he tells his dad that Elfangor was killed. Um, and he has to look away because seeing his father's grief is mm-hmm. too much um, because Axe has been
0: repressing it this whole time, yeah. not surprisingly. Yeah. Um, and, and then we see this death ritual. Yeah. This exchange of words that has to be done. Yep. It was the question his father asked to so ask, like, did he die well? then the response to that is he died in the service of his people defending freedom this is also part of the ritual his father nods and has his death been avenged this was the part i had feared no father my father looked up at me you are now the eldest son the burden of revenge is on you do you know his killer yes and does his killer still live yes and do you axum take up the burden of avenging your brother's death yes the ritual was complete we had both said all the things we were supposed to say and the second that's out of the way is that just like i'm so relieved to see that you are still well